From your local Houston BMW Center Studios, welcome to the Public Affairs Podcast, addressing local issues that affect our nation and shape our world. I am your host, KG Smooth. Uncle Funky Larry Jones will be joining us in just a little bit. Um, On the phone line, I have psychotherapist and brain expert, Dr. Terrilyn Sells, who is on the Public Affairs Podcast this morning. How are you feeling? <laughs> is this rhetorical or in general? Or <laughs> no, I, since good. <laughs> I, I, I really want to know how you're feeling because you know things um, things are changing. I mean, you know, we, we it's a, we're lifting all of these restrictions and things when it comes to COVID that's happening uh, nationwide. There is this new energy that is here on this planet where um, people are experiencing physical, emotional, and mental changes um, as to where they are raising their level in consciousness, um, realizing that being out in nature, uh, especially getting some sun, is very key and vital to um, their emotional stability and 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 physical um, well-being and so that's just been the the general thing you know I'm, I'm coming across a lot of people who's like oh man you know some of the things that I used to do I, I find myself not doing it anymore or I have released and let go of things that no longer serve me uh, in my life and you know got rid of some people that I realized were toxic and um I'm not eating as much. I don't know what's going on with my appetite. I, I'm drinking more water. Um, and so that's why, you know, I'm asking that. How are you feeling? Because a lot of people are feeling um, different things. And I guess, you know, they're, they're feeling better than before. And 100%. So- I, I, think, I think people feel one of two ways, really. Like when we, when we go back to lifting all the restrictions and things like that. There's also a shift of more change. And what we know is people don't like change that much. They don't. it feels uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we don't like to feel uncomfortable, even if uncomfortable is not good. I mean, do do you know the frog in the boiling pot of water? Have you heard that little analogy? Yeah. Yeah, so... We were frogs in this boiling pot of water, but we didn't know it was boiling. And then now we were taken out of the pot of water and maybe, you know, sitting on the sidelines here waiting for something to happen. And a lot of people are expected to jump back into the pot of water um, exactly as it was. Yeah. And for so many people, that's very stressful and they're resisting it. I mean, they're talking about the great exit and things like that in the workforce and, um, trying to make work from home work for you, all all of these things. Then there's a whole another group of people that are really excited for the changes that they've made in the last couple of years, and it's kind of like the dawn of a new day. Yeah. So it's I think you're on one side or the other, really. Yeah, I I think you're right, Doctor Sales, uh, Doctor Sale. Um, during the beginning of the two years ago, two, two years, years ago. ago. Imagine that. <laughs> I know, right? Imagine that. And and, and when this and, and when this thing came out two years ago, or at least was announced when, when everybody shut down and we were locked down uh, March 
of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think that um, a lot of people were forced to yes. sit and then look at themselves. So to your point, it was either one side, it, it, they were either on one side or the other. Either you were sitting with yourself, dealing with all of your issues personally um, and realizing some things, which uh, a lot of people did, or you were sitting on the couch watching that screen hanging on your wall 24-7, watching the news just fear-monger you. And they were yes. conditioning, <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> conditioning your brain to think oh, a yes. certain way, and you are programmed to think a certain way and then you're just <laughs> trapped and you and you are you know you, you you're taking everything that they say as the gospel truth and that was right and now we're expected to be like forget about all that you see how they played us does everybody I know, see we got, all, got we were all played it was we were all played we all got played <laughs> and i'm sorry I, i'm here to speak truth to power we got played and now got you played. have these ceos of these pharmaceutical companies and and everywhere else now that they've made their money now uh oh you know we're gonna lift everything oh it's gonna be an endemic and it's just gonna be around and you know we're going to go back to normal now that I've cashed out $400 million. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but yeah. No, I mean, it's funny because it's true. And I've been saying right? this for a while, and people, they call me crazy. They say I'm a conspiracy no. theorist. But I'm like, no, I have been doing radio for 21 years. It is an insult to me that... You think that I am a part of the conspiracy community when I know how to read and I do research and I fact check, double, triple, look up things to confirm what is and what isn't. Now, don't be mad at me Listen, because you don't do no, no. You don't due diligence. You know, if if we think that some some of these things don't happen and corruption isn't a deal and <laughs> we're not manipulated in some parts by certain things in the world or people or places or ideas, then wake up. Then then wake up. And you know what, Dr. Mm-hmm. Sell, that is the assignment. That is the assignment to <laughs> wake people up. And, um, and it's a slow drip, but people are realizing like, wow, I got played. If I can be totally honest, I feel so bad for all of the people who were fear-mongered into getting this um, injection only for it to not do what they said it was going to do. And, you know, you got it because you were in fear of, of losing, you know, your job and whatnot. And now, and now they, they're coming out with, you know, the adverse effects and, um, you know, just all of all of these things. I, I, I saw an article how um, I don't know if it was Pfizer or Moderna. Somebody it, it, the FDA, somebody is trying to. Uh, oh, no, it was the CDC. They didn't want to release um, the effects and the ingredients due to fear of misinterpretation from the public. 
I think that ship has sailed. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> I think it like went past the port. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> and, and 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 I just sit back and I'm like, you. you I mean, you guys just. I mean, ah, uh, uh, don't please don't get me on a doctor cell. Um, but you. But I'm glad that you see where I'm coming from. And and I just feel so bad. I just feel so. I, I feel bad for folks because we were all duped. Well, and that extra stress has caused a lot of mental health issues. Yes. Um, we're going to be dealing with that for a long time. I have no idea what an elementary school kid's trauma is going to be over this. Oh, my the goodness, Dr. Sell. Please don't get me started on that. I spoke at a career day <laughs> at a middle school uh, last week, and I told them, I said, kudos to y'all. I don't see how you guys can do it all day wearing a mask and you not being able to breathe like that. It's got to be torture. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oof. No, no. I mean, my son graduated in 2020. Well, I should say he had a YouTube graduation video mm, in 2020. Yeah. Um, and he talks about it now. He he went off to college. He's a college football player, and he lost his whole first year of football play because of all of this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just keep telling him, you know, just stick your head down, be a fun college student. There's nothing for you in the world right now honestly, um, until all this, what is that? Until all this blows over, you know, there's this a movie quote, but right. <laughs> you know, and I just keep telling him and he goes, I'm still looking at going back to school after spring break is over. And I'm like, he goes like, it's some weird nightmare, you know, mm-hmm. cause he never got a chance to go back, you know, to, to high school to say goodbye to everybody he'd been in school with for, you know, 12 years. Right. Right. So it's this, And I don't know how that's going to impact him as an adult entering into the world. Yep. Right. His, his viewpoint of the world is like, you guys are all pretty messed up out there. Yep. You know? Um, So he doesn't have a lot of trust or faith in community or society. Yep. um, Which needs to be rebuilt. And he's not the only person. I mean, there's, Tons of kids that were entered into the world as adults like that. I mean, they're you not know, dumb. Like, they're, they're not stupid. This generation no. of kids, they're not dumb. They know when they're being nope. lied to. They don't. And this is what yep. I love about this generation. They don't accept anything that is given to them. They ask questions. They look They look it up themselves. They're not just going to take your word for it. Parent, teacher, it doesn't matter. They do their own research and come up to their own conclusions. And that's why I love and admire um this generation because they don't that's they because just don't they can them. i mean back when i was 18 you had to go to a library or you asked an adult or you know like you didn't have the information coming anywhere but now they have you know this thing called the internet that's pretty friggin' amazing and you can actually look at all sides of a situation absolutely you know but we still have confirmation bias i mean we still believe what we want to believe and we still search for truth and what we believe so that's confirmation bias mm-hmm. that still exists mm-hmm. however asking questions and thinking critically is a skill we've lost and maybe we're regaining it again i don't Listen, know i sent out a tweet and i said wow critical thinking is under attack <laughs> it is Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You're listening to the Public Affairs Podcast. We're talking to Dr. Terrilyn Sales, a psychotherapist and brain health expert, uh, just going through everything, you know, trying how, how to combat seasonal depression and boost your brain health. And the number one tip 
that she says, which I 100% agree with because I, I do it as often as I can when the sun is out, when they're not spraying them chemtrails and these made up clouds are covering up the sun, is to lay and get some sun. Like Dr. Sale, I try to get as naked as possible and lay out in the sun <laughs> for about two hours, like an hour on each side. No, seriously, because I feel like... Well, you're in what, Houston, right? Yeah. You're in Houston? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm in Wisconsin, so if we did that, like, we would probably be in the hospital. <laughs> right. I'm so sorry about that. But yeah, yeah. But I, I just feel, I, I notice how much more energy I have and just how much better I feel overall from getting sun. Please talk about the importance of that. Yeah. I mean, we are a society that covers up, you know, to your, to your point, you want to get sun on your whole body. Like we cover up and we have this whole thing about, no, don't get me wrong. There's a time and a place for everything. But like when you wear big hats and long sleeve shirts and sunblock and sunglasses, and then you go and quote unquote, soak up the sun, you're not really soaking up the sun, right? You're covering yourself up from the sun. And we need to let sun in our eyes. We need to let sun on our faces. And of course, moderation is key, right? I'm not telling anybody to go out there for hours and hours and, you know, bake themselves like we did in the 80s. Like, don't do that. (laughs) However, we still need sun. You need to absorb it. Our bodies don't make vitamin D on its own. Right. We have to get it. And so sunlight is the easiest thing and it just feels good to be outside. It's so good for your brain, not just for vitamin D, but for your brain. Think of all the sensory stuff that your brain can process and think through. Like, what is that smell? What do I see? Like all of that stuff keeps your brain useful. So being outside is amazing for aging. It's amazing for vitamin D. It's just a wonderful thing to do. Yeah. And, and, and all this time we have been taught that, oh, you know, getting too much sun isn't good for Be you. It's going, to, it, it's going to do this. It's going to do that. Like, you know, stay in the house is a bunch of BS because humans are vitamin D deficient. And as we age, our bodies become less efficient with producing the vitamin D. Mm. So if you go to places like Florida or probably either Get out of my head. We must have this telepathy yeah. thing because I was just thinking that in Florida, like older people <laughs> yeah. being out on the beach. Just the elderly population. Yeah. Yeah. The elderly population is very low in vitamin D. And people are like, oh, no, they're not. They live in Florida. I'm like, yeah, they are. Because you know Why? They're not getting outside. They're sitting inside. When they get outside, now they're worried about covering everything up. Like, you know, it's it's not just about living somewhere where it's 80. It's about taking advantage of the sun when you're there, you know? Yeah. And I, I think if people realized that getting the sun can really help your immune system and fighting off disease... Um, Oh, I think yeah. people would do it more during the during the early onset of, of the pandemic. Uh, Larry and I had countless numbers of medical doctors, medical scientists, um, toxicologists, just all kind of folk. And I would ask the question instead of you all telling us to 
pop a vitamin D3 pill or none of that. Like, why is there never any suggestion to get out in the sun and lay in it? Why isn't there ever any suggestion <laughs> to that, walk, <laughs> you know, walk barefoot in the grass yeah. and, and ground yourself? Like, why isn't, you know, sound therapy, sound healing therapy, how sound therapy, like how that works in, 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 in getting your cells back together or repairing your DNA. Why isn't any of that ever suggested? And I always get crickets. And then, you know, it clicks in my mind. Oh, because you can't make money off of the sun. I get it. You can't make well, money off of also, walking barefoot in the grass. I, I think I think also is that we're, we are a quick fix society and people like taking pills. They, they think if I take this pill, even if it's a supplement, it's going to solve all my problems. And you want to know what solves problems? Hmm. What's Nature, <laughs> social groups, Come on. you know, getting good sleep, eating great food. Those yes. things solve problems. Having a wonderful disposition, your thought patterns. Yes. Should I go on? Meditation. Yes. Come on. <laughs> Yeah. None of that is big pharma. None of that costs None. anything. Nothing. Actually, it does, because if you're not doing it, it's going to cost you a lot. Yeah, in the long run, yes. Mm-hmm. In the long run. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, you are my soul sister. I just, I, I feel that. <laughs> no, because Larry and I, we speak on this a lot. And, and it was actually yeah. um, Uncle Funky Larry Jones who, you know, introduced me to grounding. You know, he was like, yeah. you know, get go and walk barefoot in the grass and just see how you feel. And then, and I did that and just standing there and just full of love and gratitude. And, and I began to feel this vibration in my body. My body began to tingle and, you know, I'm getting all giddy and I'm just like, wow. <laughs> and I remember when the change happened, when I went down to uh, Surfside Beach um, down at, at the golf and, you know, I would go there and lay out in the sun and I would walk along the beach or, you know, uh, dip in the water. But I never actually swam in the golf. But this particular day I'm swimming and as I'm laying there and, and the waves are carrying me, Dr. Sell, I literally felt I remember laying there thinking like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. I feel like I'm getting back connected with the earth. Like, wow, why haven't I been yeah. doing this like this? I could be here forever. And. That's right at your back door. <laughs> yeah, and, and that was the change for me. And, and and ever since then, I have just been living more healthier than I already was. Yeah. Um, and just having this greater appreciation uh, for nature and not being on and in my phone or just technology. It's just, it's so important to get back connected with nature. You, you, you know, for those of you who are listening and you've thought about it and you haven't tried, like, just do that. And just and just try to eat. <laughs> just do that. Yeah, and just try to eat more plants to feel better. Eat more plants, eat more fish. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Um, when you're talking about swimming in the ocean, I mean, all those wonderful minerals. Like your body is like a wick. <laughs> you mm. know, like it wicks in all those wonderful minerals that are provided in the ocean. And so every time I go to the ocean, which I love going to the Gulf as well, I just. I spend as much time as I can in the water and it just is so soothing to it my is. soul. It I just is. love it. It mm-hmm. is. It is. Doctor I don't know why oh I'm my... in Wisconsin. <laughs> Dr. Sell, I cannot believe that this 20 minutes has flown by like this. Oh, man. oh my gosh. We have got to have you back like soon, soon. 
um, because Larry is not here and Larry would love this conversation. And, and I know that we can go um, deeper. Um, but where can everybody find you? Just so you all will know, uh, Doc, Dr. Sale, you're prob- you've probably seen her on television. I mean, she's been on all of the networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, on the Today Show. She's been in four magazines, Healthline, the New York Times, like all over the place. Um, just yes. your, your resident um, psychotherapist. She's the go-to lady. Where can they um, find and follow you and, and all of that stuff? Please give it out. Yeah, so drterralyn.com, T-E-R-A-L-Y-N.com. And then all my social media is Dr. Terralyn, and I will tell you I have a huge TikTok following, which is super fun, and that's where you're going to get most of the information. Oh, I'm about to follow right now. Listen, <laughs> thank you. Get me so verified. Much. I need to get TikTok verified. No, get, we gotta get you verified. <laughs> get me verified. Uh, <laughs> all right, we'll get each other verified. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Doctor Silk, thank you for your 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 time, your your love, the the vibration that you brought, the energy that you brought, and sharing your scholarship. And um, we're going to talk again. Like trust and believe. This is not you. Yeah. Just like you're a friend to the Today Show and GMA and all of those folks, <laughs> you're going to be a friend to the Public Affairs Podcast uh, here out of Houston, Texas. Sounds great. (laughs) So thank you so much. No, thank you. Indeed. And to everyone listening to the podcast, uh, we'll be back right after this. From your local Houston BMW Center studios, welcome back to the Public Affairs Podcast, addressing local issues that affect our nation and shape our world. I'm your host, KG Smooth. Uncle Funky Larry Jones will be joining us in a few, but uh, happy to have back on uh, the show, the program, I mean, they, they were regulars when uh, the show was previously known as Access Houston. Then things just got crazy with the world. You know, COVID hit, a lot of changes were being done across the board. But uh, our good friends over at AIDS Houston Foundation are back. So please welcome the Chief Development Officer for AIDS Foundation Houston. Mr. Derek Brown is on the Public Affairs Podcast. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, sir. I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Um, Wonderful. We are uh, excited. Uh, Today, this morning, is the big day. The walk to end HIV happening downtown uh, this afternoon. Um, How excited are we about uh, the the walk today? We are super excited. We're thrilled to be back in person. Uh, Doing a virtual walk is not the same as gathering as a community in person. So, yeah, so we're excited extremely excited about being together today um, and having everyone come out to the park and walk with us today. Yeah. So um, meet us down at Sam Houston Park uh, downtown uh, today. It, uh, everything kicks off around 11-ish? Well, around noon is check-in, uh, but we will be there at 10. So people can come on down at 11 and get their Starbucks coffee and their ATV uh, fruit uh, and enjoy themselves. And then we'll start checking at 12. And then the walk program starts at 1. Walk well, starts at one, yeah. So we uh we will be down there, um, ninety seven nine the box, uh, praise ninety two Houston, and of course Magic one hundred two point one. Uh, I'll be handling some of the social media. You can also catch me on stage with uh, Keisha Nicole, J Mac, and Jessica Jeans of Good Morning H Town. Um, so it, it's always a uh, it's always a festival um, at the AIDS Houston Foundation Walk. I mean the the in the walk to NHIV, um, it's always so festive because, you know, groups are showing up, 
you know, dressed up, um, ready to walk, ready to run. Um, how long, Derek, how long have you been involved in this community advocacy uh, when it comes to the education of HIV and AIDS? So I am new to the, the this work, but I've been in nonprofit work now for over two decades. Um, and I joined ASH back in June of 2019. Uh, and so super thrilled to be bringing Walk back. We had Walk in 2020, which was amazing. You guys were there, rocked it out. Uh, it was a great Sunday then uh, and looking forward to a great Sunday today. Um, and again, like you said, it is a festival. People come out um, and gather in groups and teams. They've raised money over the past couple of months. Uh, either for a nonprofit that's a benefiting agency or and or for AFH directly. So people are out celebrating the hard work they've done, uh, the money they've raised to help impact the community, uh, and we're just here to help them do that. Um, looking forward to uh, the Zumba warm-up, looking forward to some great performances. We've got the mayor, um, Councilman uh, Kane is going to also be there. So super excited to share that with, with the community and be all together again. Indeed. Um, if you don't mind, I don't know. It, it, it's been a while since I've had a representative from AIDS Foundation Houston on. And uh, a lot of times when um, you guys would come on the program, um, you would have some sort of um, update on as to uh, where we are and close to uh, vaccination, uh, if not a cure in terms of uh, the numbers. And it seems as though just me paying attention to uh, everything, Derek, that HIV and AIDS kind of took a back, well, not kind of, it did take a back seat because of all of the uh, COVID stuff that had been presented to us and, and, and pushed in our face beginning of, of two years ago, March of 2020. And um, throughout that, a year later, we get an introduction to um, the what they call a vaccine, and folks were unsure, you know. And I had some um, medical doctors and scientists on the program um, at that time, wondering: Is it safe for people who are HIV positive who are taking, you know, anti antiviral um, drugs to? get the vaccine is it okay for pregnant women you know and they didn't know and then it came out that uh okay you should be all right to take it now we're here present day march of 2022 and now there's this big push on uh, again on folks getting tested uh, for hiv and knowing your status i don't know if you've heard this and this is not a conspiracy theory kind of um, thing, I, I'm seeing that the um, the message now is for people who were vaccinated, or at least n- not vaccinated, at least double vaxxed or triple vaxxed, to go get tested for HIV because there might be a possibility that they may be HIV positive. And I saw the doctor on television say, like, it may be a false positive, but you should go get tested. Can you share or what information do you know about this whole tie to possibly HIV and the the thing, the COVID vaccine. So I have personally not heard anything about anyone uh, getting, a, you know, contracting, transmitting HIV because of the vaccine. 
Uh, I would say that, you know, no matter vaccine or not, you should be tested regularly. Know your status. That part. How about yourself. that part, Derek? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, you should, you should get tested. Um, and, and, you know, as today as pharmacology has, has come so far, you know, um, as you recall back in early 2020 when this all started to really come to light, uh, Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burke were at the forefront of this. Uh, and folks were like, why are they doing this COVID stuff? And it, it's not, you know, uh, with some accident or just by happenstance, you know, they were the forefront of HIV back in the 80s. Um, so they've been working on vaccinations and treatments and, you know, cures for for 40 years now. Um, and so a lot of the vaccines that we got from with COVID were in the works already for HIV. Um, and so I think that gets lost on folks sometimes. And it's probably why the conspiracy theory of, oh, if you take the COVID vaccine, you're going to get HIV, because a lot of the pharmacology and the, the work they were doing for HIV was just switched right, uh, to fit the COVID uh, virus that was going around. So, no, I have not heard that you can get COVID, um, HIV from COVID. But like I said earlier, you need to love yourself, know your status. Uh, and again, there is PrEP out there um, for those that are not living with HIV. Uh, there is treatment as um, prevention, which means that if you are living with HIV, you take your treatment and your medication every day, you virally suppress um, your viral load, and you cannot uh, transmit or, um, or, or pass along HIV via sex. Um, so why we have not ended the epidemic of HIV in, in Houston or the world yet because of those two things alone, I have no idea. Uh, but with stigma, discrimination, um, you know, limited access to health care, all those things are predeterminants of health and prevent folks from doing the right thing, uh, which all starts with getting tested. Yeah, it, it, it does. Well, I, I will say, um, just watching from the outside, um, there have been a lot of uh, advances. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the commercial on, I can't think of the name of the drug, but uh, it's just an injection that um, an yep. HIV positive person uh, gets one who was undetected that can get this injection. I believe they said once every ninety days or once every sixty days. Um, I can't think of the name. It's something that starts with a C. Um, I've, I've seen. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's basically a, a, the prep um, or Discovy based um, um, drug. Uh, and then there's a Discovy or Chivada. You take the pill once a day, and now they come up with the injectables, um, which are once a month or once every three months. Once a month. Um, okay. And treatments also now, even if you live with HIV. There is a monthly injectable now as well to help people stay, you know, medically adherent, because sometimes it's hard for us to take a pill a day, but getting a shot once a month is a lot easier to do to stay undetectable Mm -hmm. um, and keep your viral load depressed. And I remember hearing about that technology, Derek, but probably back in like um, like 2014, 2015, um, just around the circles um, that this injection uh, for people who are uh, HIV um, positive that they can get this monthly uh, or quarterly injection uh, to keep uh, the viral load down and to keep them undetectable. But even more so, now we have Moderna, who now has this mRNA HIV uh, vaccine that they are currently um, testing out, from what I understand. Some of the first patients um, have been vaccinated, and uh, we're looking at uh, those case studies um, What's the latest on that? What any any good news that you have on in terms of the mRNA HIV vaccine? Absolutely, there are several drug pharmaceutical companies out there. Moderna is one of them. We've got you know V, we've got J and J, 
uh, just did a study recently, wasn't great results, but they're going back to the drawing board um, with what they learned. And also, um, you've got Gilead, uh, who is a major player in the HIV um, and PrEP world, um, doing all kinds of great t- um, testing and case studies in the community right now. So we're very hopeful. Um, again, PrEP's been around for, you know, a decade or longer now. <laughs> uh, and we're just now really starting to see that being pushed and being advertised on television for, you know, uh, before it was taboo to talk about it. Um, but I think that, you know, as we grow and learn and people can trust uh, these vaccinations and these treatments, um, the, the, the more likely people are to get tested and, and then get into treatment, whether that's on PrEP to prevent getting HIV and or uh, treatment as prevention to prevent the, the spread of HIV if you're living with HIV. And I'm glad that you uh, mentioned PrEP. Let's get into that to those who may not even be uh, familiar with that. Hold on, let me do a quick reset. You're listening to the Public Affairs Podcast. We're talking to Chief Development Officer of AIDS Foundation Houston, Inc., uh, Mr. Derek Brown, the Walk to End HIV uh, the 33rd annual Walk to NHIV walk is today at Sam Houston Park, uh, downtown Houston. Um, they're going to get everybody registered around uh, 12 noon. So, you know, as this episode of the Public Affairs Podcast uh, is ending, you should be getting ready to get ready to head down to Sam Houston Park for a festive day with the 33rd annual Walk to End HIV. So um, with you speaking on PrEP, and and, and folks have seen the commercial, I'm sure, if you watch um, television. For those who may not be familiar, can you talk about PrEP and the kind of uh, medication that it is in the help of prevention of one catching uh, HIV? Absolutely. So PrEP stands for pre-prophylactics. And basically what it does is it um, allows your body to build up immunity uh, to the HIV virus. Uh, and so when, you, when your body is, it comes into contact with, that, with the virus, you're 90% effective at preventing that virus from getting into your body. Um, and so it's, it's like a pregnancy, but like yeah, as someone said the other night, it's like taking a... Um, Birth control, basically. Um, it's kind of the same thing. And I never percent, you know, unlikely to get pregnant if you're taking birth control. Uh, so it's kind of that same um, premise. Uh, it has um, been around, again, like I said earlier, for, for a while now, over a decade, uh, and is really, really effective. It's very, very safe. Uh, there are two versions right now in the market. Uh, one is Truvada, which was the first iteration of the drug. And now we have Descovy, uh, which is a better version of the drug. Um, both are still 99% you know, effective at preventing HIV. Uh, one is just less harmful in the body than the other. Uh, and depending on how you were uh, assigned at birth, gender-wise, uh, depends on which drug you take. So, um, yeah, again, knowing your status and then getting on to treatment, whether that's PrEP and or um, HIV treatment, um, is the way to live your life and love yourself. And, and again, if we can't stress it enough, it is very important to uh, know your status. So... If you are um, a popular person, um, or as the kids say it, if you are for the streets, um, go ahead and get tested because early detection is the best protection in in all things. And I and, and I don't mean to say that you know like to to talk down on to people. I believe that you know sex is a it's a beautiful thing. And if you choose to share your sexual energy um, 
with the person that you vibe on the same frequency with, by all means, do that. But at the same time, also be responsible and safe about it. And one of those ways is to get tested for HIV, to know uh, what your status is. Um, Earlier last month, Derek, um, I saw an article how scientists had discovered some new, um, some high, highly variant of HIV in the Netherlands. And um, I don't know if you're up on that. Um, this particular strand of HIV is supposed to be uh, rapidly progressing. Um, is this something that we should be uh, alarmed about? I wouldn't say it, be alarmed about it. I think it's, again, more about awareness, like you said. I think, you know, being sex positive, uh, whether that's one partner or several partners, and being body image positive is really important for us as a community. Um, and, you know, no matter what you're doing, it's like if you're drinking, you know, some people can drink and be responsible and some people drink and drink too much. Um, and you make that decision to drive or not, right? Uh, the same applies when you're having sex. You just, the most important thing is to be responsible. And by being responsible, it's by being tested, uh, knowing your status. And then, you know, that gives not only you, but also your partner or partners, you know, the, the safety of knowing that they're having, you know, safe sex or safer sex. Um, and just like with COVID or any other virus, things mutate. Um, and, you know, that's why we have to continue to, you know, generate new medications or enhanced medications in order to combat those new variants. Um, we will be on top of whatever comes our way as we have been. Um, and, you know, thankfully today it's not 1980s any longer. And yeah. living with HIV is no longer, you know, the same stigma or sentence that it was before. You can live a very healthy, full life living with HIV today, which is, you know, a miracle. Um, and I just, you know, think that's really important um, that, you know, don't let the, the virus or the stigma of the virus keep you from keeping yourself safe and healthy. Indeed. And as we get ready for um, today, what, what is it that you most look forward to? Well, wait a minute. So if you joined in 2019, so you got to experience 2019, you got to experience 2020, 2021. We did it virtually. So you've had your uh, share of experience of the AIDS Foundation Houston Walk to End HIV Walk. What is it that you most look forward to this time of the year for the walk? So for me, it's kind of funny. So for me, it's when I am on stage, uh, and I usually thank all of our underwriters and our partners that are there, it's looking out into the crowd and seeing, you know, people's faces, the excitement, um, the hope, the joy. Um, there's some sadness, obviously. I remember people remembering those they love that they've lost from HIV or AIDS. Um, and it's that energy that just gets your, your blood pumping. I mean, it's just, just really amazing to see folks um, that, you know, come out on Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon and want to share, you know, their love of the community with others that are around them. And I'm especially excited about this year because, you know, we haven't been together in almost two years. Yeah. Uh, so I can only imagine the energy uh, and the spirit we're going to have at the walk today. Um, so that's why we look forward to. And then, you know, I get the luxury of being behind the scenes sometimes. And so, you know, when you, you guys in 2020 were there at the start line, counting us down to walk, um, people were so excited to, you know, start walking down Allen Parkway. Um, it's that, you know, kind of that bird's eye view that we get sometimes when we're up above the crowd seeing um, all the walkers and people are in their different costumes and their T-shirts and their team shirts. Uh, they've got, you know, 
the kids with them. Um, it's just really a joy to see folks together uh, for a common cause uh, in helping to end the HIV um, you know, epidemic here in the Greater Houston area. So um, super excited about this afternoon. Yeah, you're just going down memory lane with that in March of 2020. It was all replaying in my mind as you were uh, describing it because and I remember that very moment, that very day and just sitting here thinking like wow it's been two years yeah. that is it, it, it's wild it's wild but i also feel uh like you just uh happy that we are all going to be together so we cannot wait to see you all this afternoon 12 noon at sam houston park downtown houston for the 33rd annual walk to end hiv uh, walk Come on down. AIDS Foundation Houston, always putting it down. Um, all of the Radio 1 Houston brands will be there. 97.9 The Box with Good Morning H-Town hosting the stage. Uh, Praise 92.1 providing some sounds. Magic 102.1. Uh, I'll be there representing along with other members of the staff. So um, we will see you in a few hours down at Sam Houston Park for the AIDS Foundation Houston's 33rd annual walk to end HIV. So, Derek, um, I will see you in a little bit, sir. Yes, absolutely. Indeed. Thank you for your time. No, thank you guys so much for your support. We really do appreciate it. We'll see you guys soon. Indeed. And for those of you listening to the podcast, on behalf of Uncle Funky Larry Jones, I'm KG Smooth, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>